Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk video. I don't mean to be a jerk asking a bunch of things, but could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first question of the day is by SAD3531. Am I the jerk for refusing to stop having girls' night ins just because my boyfriend thinks it's wrong? Hi, so I've been seeing this guy Will, 27-year-old male, for months now. He's so sweet and funny and creative. Fun fact, he drives two cars that he adjusted slash fixed on his own. We don't live together, but we do meet at my place every weekend. He called and asked what we'll be doing on Friday, and I said I wanted to host a GNI since it was my turn. He asked, what the heck was a GNI? I said, a girl's night in. And he got quiet, then asked if I was being serious. I was confused as he started talking about how outdated and so 1950s those events are, and said that I should stop promoting and advocating for those events as they're so toxic and flat out reek of misogyny. I was shocked by his long rant, but he said that that was his honest opinion. I told him regardless I still plan to host the event after he tried talking me out of it and suggested we go out together. He threw a fit after he suggested bringing his guy friends to join us and I refused since this is not how G&I's work. He called me a sexist and misogynistic for having a girls night in and making it so obvious instead of being ashamed of myself. He said that my mentality will cause me issues in the future, especially if I behave like that in a professional work setting. Let me tell you, I was blown away by how he got so worked up like that over me just missing my girls and wanting to spend time with them. We argued some more, and he hung up on me after I said I will not stop hosting or being part of GNIs, no matter what he says about it. I tried to call and apologize for lashing out later, but he sent a text saying he was hurt by how I handled our small disagreement and needs time to process what he just found out about my personality. This hurt me, but my friendship and the bond I share with my girlfriends is huge. And I don't want to risk the years of friendships by no longer being part of our bonding activities. Am I the jerk for making this my hill to die on like he says? Definitely, in my book, not the jerk. For anybody that doesn't know, there's different categories people tend to rate these stories, which is you're the jerk, not the jerk, everyone sucks, no jerks at all, and not enough info. Definitely not the jerk in my book. This isn't about being sexist or misogynistic, this is about this guy being jealous he can't be part of whatever. Probably insecure that he can't be there every single moment he can. To me, this smells like a giant red flag. Do you guys agree with me that this is more about the guy just being insecure? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next question is by Proud AF Fur Mama one Am I the jerk for asking mom to leave after she insulted my kitten? So last year, my beloved Eddie cat passed away at the age of 14 after a lengthy illness. I was devastated as I had raised her since she was a newborn kitten and her mama abandoned her. I'm talking about like literally having to sneak her into high school with me to be able to bottle feed her. I've been living alone for a year and it's been kind of lonely so I've slowly gotten to the point where I felt I was ready to adopt another cat. 
After reaching out to the main rescues, I found two brothers who I fell in love with the moment I saw their pictures. I ended up naming them Bucky and Steve after the two main characters from the Captain America movie comic franchise. The thing about Steve is he was born bobtailed, which means just like a bobcat, he was born without a tail. He has a little nub which kind of resembles a rabbit tail. My mom came over today to meet both my new boys, and from the moment she saw Steve, the comments just started coming about how freaky his nub looks and how it's not normal. I was really annoyed, but he's a kitten, so it's not like he understands he's being insulted. What really upset me and led me to kick her out is when Steve climbed into her lap and attempted to curl up in it. Stevie is the more shy of the two kittens, so he often hides or takes longer to become comfortable with unknown people and situations, but he loves to cuddle up in people's laps once he feels safe. He had just settled into her lap and was contentedly purring when she roughly picked him up and I don't even know how to describe it. She didn't exactly throw him to the other end of the couch, but she didn't exactly place him there either. That's when I lost my cool and told her that she was a guest and my home was now Steve's home and if she couldn't respect him, she needed to leave. She scoffed and didn't take it seriously, so I doubled down and was like, I'm 100% serious, leave my house now. She started yelling that she raised me and how disrespectful I was being all because of a cat. I don't know, I just feel like she was being unnecessarily mean to an innocent animal just because he looked different. Am I the jerk? Well, let's look at it the way it was. You invited your mother over to meet the new pets you just got. And what do they do? They talk bad about them, they say mean things about the pets you rescued, and then they handle them roughly. As a person that loves pets, and I've had cats, I've had dogs, you insulting or handling roughly my pets is like talking bad about one of my best friends right to their face. And it's even worse when you realize they're innocent animals, they don't know any better. They never made a conscious choice to bob their tail or look a certain way or act a certain way, it's just they're innocent animals. It would definitely upset me too, I don't think OP's the jerk here. This next question is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for firing a girl? I'm a manager at a small business. It's just me, the owner, and another person who's my employee. The owner usually handles the checks on a certain day. We still haven't set up direct deposits yet because they have limits with their banks. The day the checks were supposed to go out, the owner's father had to be rushed to the hospital and it was so bad that we didn't think he would make it. This resulted in our checks being two days late. I understand that it was inexcusable and unprofessional, however, it was something out of the owner's hands. The girl, however, was up in arms, angry and calling the owner multiple times about our check, while this father lay dying. He answered her the first time, then told me to handle it, and I explained everything to her. However, she still kept calling the owner. I get that we all need money, but in my opinion, it's just tasteless to demand a man leave his dying father's side just so you can get your check on time. She was our opener on Monday, and she was late and not even in uniform. I told her that being late, especially when the store opens at 7am and she's the opener, is inexcusable, barring an extenuating circumstance, and she went on a very long and drawn out rant about her check. I informed her that I don't have her check and she'll get it once the owner comes later that day. And my job is to ensure that she's doing her job and coming late and not in our standard uniform is not our image. And she kept deflecting and demanding to speak to the owner whose father's on his deathbed. 
I fired her for a few reasons, but the last nail in the coffin was her blatant disrespect for the owner and myself. I did not come to argue with her, however, she was ready to battle. I still feel guilty about it, but I honestly don't know what else I could have done. We did get her her check as soon as the owner got there, but I didn't think she was a good fit for a few reasons and let her know that we won't be needing her anymore. So Reddit, did I do something wrong? I definitely have a lot of compassion for the owner in this situation because I understand why it happened. The fact of the matter is though, as an owner and by hiring somebody, you do have a contractual obligation to pay somebody on time. I can't really blame the employee for being upset because, you know, imagine that check comes in and a day later they have to pay their rent. Sadly, most landlords probably won't care too much about the owner's situation of the business you work at. So the employee doesn't get paid on time, you don't know what the employee has to do as far as financial obligations. And then the next day they can come in, they do so because, understandably, they want to get their check, right? The owner and the manager OP already haven't paid the lady what she's entitled to, get upset when they try to collect the money that they're entitled to when they're supposed to get it. At that point, you're kind of lucky that the employee showed up at all, uniform or not. Honestly, after an experience like that, firing the employee is maybe what they might have wanted. Like I said, I definitely have a lot of sympathy for the owner's situation and I understand why it happened, but the owner does have an obligation to pay people on time. This next question is by ThrowRA Not Outed. Am I the jerk for outing my sister to her kids? Her kids were having a sleepover. We've always had this picture of my family up from when we were really young, and this was the first time her kids ever asked about it. She's also seen the picture and never commented on it. They asked who she was in the picture. My sister started transitioning in high school, so I didn't really think of her as trans. Like, I know she wasn't always a woman, but old pictures of her are just pictures of her to me. And I sort of assume people know and it's not a big dark secret. Naturally, I responded honestly. I told them that was their mom. Her daughter said that she looked like a boy, and I said she was. I tried to explain that she was a boy, but now she's not and her son thought it was funny, but it made her daughter really upset. I was surprised she kept it from them. It didn't come up again after that. Her and her husband picked the kids up eventually, and neither kid seemed upset about it. Overall, it was a pretty good sleepover. A few hours later, I have her husband on the phone asking what I said and calling me insane. He said, my daughter is distraught. He was saying I outed her and how cruel that was, but kids are pure. Outing means nothing to them because you can teach them empathy and understanding. There's nothing to be afraid of being outed to a kid. Still, I did out her, which I apologized for. I eventually got her on the phone, and she said she's really upset with me, but she understands I didn't mean to cause any harm. I asked her if she was ever planning to tell her kids, and she said she wasn't sure. I was shocked at that. My sister isn't typically a dishonest person, at all. Both kids even know they're adopted. I told her I did her kids a favor, which I believe, and then she said I'm never sorry about anything. I think outing is horrible, but in this situation, was it justified? My husband also agrees it's the kind of lie that would have left her children distrustful of her in the future. Now I'm definitely not the most knowledgeable person about these kinds of situations, but I would still say OP is pretty clearly the jerk in the story. Something so meaningful and sensitive, like a topic like that, really should be up to the person behind it 
To be able to make that decision on what they do disclose, when they do disclose it, how much, how little, especially something that was so ongoing between a parent and their kid, finding out that something like that was offhandedly explained to your kids when you never got a chance to even have a say in it, OP I think is definitely the jerk, like kind of big time. And frankly, I feel like you can hear hints of it when OP writes, I told her I did her kids a favor, which I believe. To me, that means OP just completely disregards anything the sister feels or thinks. And our final question of the day is by Ruthless G. Am I the jerk by eating meat in front of a vegan? My 27-year-old female, sister-in-law, 28-year-old female, has been vegan for the last 6 plus years and vegetarian for 15 plus years. The rest of our family eat meat besides my grandmother, who is vegetarian. We have a very small family and have always come together on Christmas Day. Now, for the last three years, at my sister-in-law's request, we've had a fully vegan Christmas dinner. No ham, no turkey, not even any Christmas pudding or custard. Our families will be gathering this year at my home, and I've asked that we have food options available for everyone. Yes, including meat and animal products. Of course, there'll be plenty of good vegan food, all sorts of salads and roast veggies, nut loaves and other meat alternatives, as well as vegan snacks, desserts, and drink options. And of course, we'll keep the food separate so the meat doesn't sit on the table or contaminate her food. For context, I'm currently in recovery for 10 plus years of disordered eating, and I've previously used restrictions such as not eating meat or animal products as a way of significantly minimizing my caloric intake. Not eating meat allowed me to consume 200 to 600 calories a day without coming to the attention to those around me. As part of my recovery, it's important for me to allow my body the food that it desires and not cut out entire food groups. Additionally, I'm currently pregnant with a little girl, so not only am I limited to what I can eat, but I also want to get my relationship with food right before I project my issues onto my child. Therefore, this year, for the first time in three years, I have very gently informed my sister-in-law of the above, and that we'll be serving meat at Christmas this year. There was a lot of back and forth, and I tried to stay as polite yet firm as I could. The conversation was calm. However, after it, she texted me saying that for her, seeing people eat meat is the equivalent of seeing people eat human flesh, and therefore, she won't be joining us for Christmas. This will have a knock-on effect as her immediate family will be forced between choosing to join us or her. I imagine they'll choose to stick with her as to not get on her bad side. She can be very controlling at times. Hence why we've had three Christmases in a row so far that have been dictated by her lifestyle choice. I want my child to grow up enjoying all food and to embrace past traditions of a Christmas ham or turkey and all that comes with it. I've been told now by numerous family members that I've ruined Christmas not only for this year, but for future years too. Now, instead of having one big day together, people have broken off into smaller groups as a result of this conversation, and family tensions are at an all-time high. What do you think? Am I the jerk? While I do understand the sister-in-law's situation and their discomfort with seeing meat or seeing meat get eaten, if you're wanting to have a major event with loads of people from different areas and spread out families coming together, I think one of the concessions you have to make is that there's different lifestyle choices being had between all of these different people. And especially in OP situation, they have legitimate reasons why they would want to stick to that lifestyle. It's not really the same kind of thing, but I've had relatives whose husband and wife are different religions. 
and they'll celebrate those together. I think the one thing about Christmas get-togethers is it's full of compromise and sharing with one another, right? I understand the sister-in-law's situation, but OP's not the jerk. OP did all that they could to compromise and support their lifestyle while also maintaining theirs that they need. If trying to support everybody ruins it for everybody, what more can you do? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these questions and stories I've read for you today, which was your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.